Fumble Brewski, Super Bowl. 28 episodes. All to come to this, the finale of season one. Look at that, we made it. Mama, we made it. Snap, crackle, pop, buck you, Rice Krispies. You couldn't shut us down all season, and you still never will, baby. What is up, boys? 55 Super Bowls, 28 episodes of the Fumble Brewski. They've got a shit ton of seasons. We've got one. But still, here we are at the end, like Spence said. And what a finale it will be. We've got Patty Mahomes, the baby goat, the kid, versus old man Tom Brady, bro. Father time's number one warrior, bro. This man is still fucking here, eh? And he will be here for so long. Who will win? I mean, it's a it's a crazy game. You're right. Like as a football fan, this is what you want in a Super Bowl. I think we were wrong. We Best were very wrong. Ever, literally greatest of all time versus the person who's probably going to be greatest of all time. Right? It is the heir apparent versus the reigning goat, and like. Dude, you talk about legacy, bro. You can argue that Tom's the greatest of all time, Spence. I think if he wins, it's yeah. undisputed, bro. I was actually having a conversation last night. I think it's already undisputed. So I was having a conversation with my buddies last night, and they were saying, okay, you think it's undisputed, right, that he's the best player? If Tom Brady yeah. wins the seventh Super Bowl after beating Breeze and Rodgers and beats Mahomes, I think it would solidify him as the best NFL player of all time. He'd finally pass Jerry Rice and stuff. Like, he'd pass Montana, no questions, you feel me, no arguments. Yeah. And then someone threw in, does that make Tom Brady the greatest athlete okay. in American sports? So I wanted, I wanted to get into this because I was watching a video the other day, and they posed the question. Over Jordan, uh, over Gretzky. Of, uh, yeah, just the greatest winner. Winner. Winner, like in sports. Is he the is Tom Brady if he wins the greatest winner in sports? Winner or competitor? Because those are two different winner. Like, go out to win me this game and this man said yes. Yes, exactly. Cause I don't know, man. You got guys you like Jordan, Kobe. Win. You need a win. I don't know. I don't see, I don't know if it's Brady. And and they made a good point and they said um that it doesn't matter if you have one game off in basketball right mm -hmm. because it's a series or in hockey it's a series but in football it's winner take all one game so it's like kind of a different kind of pressure right a little bit yeah you know like because there's no safety net it's not like every game's a game 7 Oh, no, it's no safety net, and Tom Brady has this mental fortitude of a demon, you know? That iron will, and, like, that's what you say the the best winner, bro. Like, this man goes, I have to win four games to be to win the Super Bowl, and he goes out there, and he wins four games. In a row. That's yeah. what he does. He's just, look at him. He's, he's at three right now. He's just waiting patiently, calmly, going for ring number seven. That's hard, though. I don't know. Best winners. Yeah, you're right. Jordan. Kobe, I mean, you know, like. Kobe's a good winner. Yeah. Um, but, like, if you go to greatest. it's uh, Okay, so what about, what about, like, most clutch? 
You know what I mean? Like, you have the one play, right? Or one two-minute drive, or one buzzer beater. Who's the best? Who do you go to? I don't know, bro. And see, and that's what I'm saying, like... It's just a different kind of like pressure, and that's what I was trying to argue when they were like, "Is Brady like the best sports player of all time?" Like, I can't compare. Like, I can't compare Tom Brady's career to what Jordan or Gretzky yeah. or like LeBron is doing. He, like, I don't think his is. I just think it's too hard to compare when you get to that level of like outside of sports. Of like, yeah, like yeah. What, what, like what is more great? You know, like. What is more awesome, like seven seven Super Bowls or six rings, you know, or like six rings, you know? What's yeah. what's cooler, like most most points scored or most touchdowns thrown? Like, <laughs> right. like what am I supposed? It's all kind of irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, or you look at a monster like Gretzky, and you look at this little five ten little schmuck from Canada, and he's most. Most points scored, most goals scored, most <laughs> he has assists scored. Every hockey record if you, ever. <laughs> if you take away his goals from his assists, like if you do assist minus goals, he still has the most points scored in all time. Points. I know. Like, what is like, this see, monstrosity, so bro? Like, Gretzky yeah, might be the best. I think Gretzky's the best. Like, I, I, you can't compare, bro. Like, I don't know. How, like, look at a as guy. far as records, I mean, if you're valuing records that I mean, much, I mean, dude, like, if you look as far at, as records go, Gretzky's the best. I mean, if you're going for winter, bro, I just thought of this, like, it's Floyd Mayweather, by the way, you know, like. Okay, I mean, yeah, he's technically <laughs> undefeated. 50 and 0, bro, hasn't lost since he was 16 years old. Yeah, bro. you're right, that's, that's also crazy. <laughs> that's the greatest winner of all time. But. <laughs> he might, okay, he might be. But we can run this. Like, okay, what about, like, like. Okay, we're going to get back to football. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, let's to reel this back into football, bro. It was a, a fun Anyways. little. Super Bowl talk for you guys about that's the level of Brady's career. That's what we're talking about for this game is a man who's no longer just compared against the Titans of the NFL. This man is being compared against the the greats of sports. Of sports. Yeah, it's crazy. He's playing for that then, legacy to solidify himself on that pole, man. And I got to say, Mahomes is kind of playing for not the same thing yet. Obviously, it's only been like three years. But if he wins also... People know that he's, like, can be up there. Oh, you know, Brady's playing for his seat at the table. Mahomes is trying to get in the restaurant right now. But this, is, this yeah, isn't yeah. any kind of restaurant, bro. This is the elite of the elite. And Mahomes has the talent to get there. And that's what yeah, you were saying. So to round up what you were saying in the beginning, that's what's the most interesting thing. You're right, Spence. That's the most interesting thing about this game. The caliber of quarterback... Oof! This isn't Tom Brady playing like Jared Goff, bro. Like this isn't freaking like schmucks for schmucks. Like these are real goats that could like a, 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 real goats, a yeah, goat real goats. and the baby goat. You know? Yeah, for real. <laughs> so who you got? It's crazy. So and, and and here's the thing about this game for me. So ready? I I think the Chiefs are better, right? And they should win. And I think they will win. I'm picking the Chiefs. But something, like, it wouldn't be crazy, you know what I mean? Like, Tom Brady's just that kind of person that could be like, I'm going to win this game, and they're not going to lose. But I think I think Mahomes is better right now. I think the Chiefs as a team are better than the Bucks. They're too explosive. It's going to be close, but Chiefs are going to win it. Everything tells me that's the case, Spence. You know, like, 
the offense, like we've saw what, what Tyree can do with them, like against the Bucks, we saw how exposed they can get. Like we were gonna break down into stats and like how these teams actually match up, guys. But everything on paper says, oh, it it should be clear cut. Chiefs beat the Bucks, except for one thing when you read it. Tom motherfucking Brady is the other quarterback, man, and like I just, it's just scary, man. Tom Brady underdog in the Super Bowl. Really? You're telling me you can take plus money on Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? Just beyond tempting, I... Spence. Like, this is Tom Brady and pals, man, playing with some big boys. Like, whew. Okay, so, so, so let's go through it. Ready? Ready? Let, let's break it down. Quarterback, right? If you're talking about this game right now, not career-wise... I'm taking Patrick Mahomes, man. I think Mahomes is better, right? They, I, I give the QB advantage to Kansas City there. I think we both do. Yeah, I mean, Tom, it's, it's, not, it's like saying, like, damn, bro, am I getting, like... Choose between two crazy cars, bro. What am I getting? I'm still getting a fucking sports car with Tom Brady, man. But, like, Patrick okay, Mahomes is okay, nice. But then, okay, but then what about offensive, like... Playmakers, right? So, so you got Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, which is probably the best one-two receiving punch in the NFL by far. I mean, dude, the Bucks are gonna have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Gronk, who's starting to click a little better with Tom Brady right now. Young Scotty Miller. They're all, they're all good, but but I think Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill are are almost impossible to guard. Oh, yeah, those are some crazy speedsters, man. Some absolute speed demons and mismatches at their positions. I think it's just the way like these teams match up to, Spence. It's just a little tough, man. Like, you saw what Tyreek Hill did. He he, what, he almost broke the record against the Bucks last time. Like seven, Yeah, absolutely embarrassed them. Seven catches, 200-ish yards, a couple tutters in the first quarter, man. In the first quarter alone, bro. Put up like 57 fantasy points that week. Was like... What, I think he was like 20, 40 yards away from the NFL record. Like, it's just because the Chiefs just said, nah, Tyreek, it's okay, bro. We're You're getting locked up now. But you already tried. You already put up 250 yards. It's fine. It's whatever. Like, it's just a crazy mismatch, Spence. And, like, it's just the way they match up, man. I mean, it's going to be a fun game. I think it should be a high-scoring game. Because, yeah, I mean, you look at the weapons, and there's clear weapons on on both teams there. Um, but I just think I think that the Bucks are going to go up early, right? The Chiefs have it sometimes uh, could start slow, but it doesn't matter if they start slow. Patrick Mahomes is 8-1 in games when he was down by two scores. Yeah, man, and it's... 8-1. It, it's like the Chiefs... That means it doesn't matter if he's down. Like, he's going to score and win anyways. It, 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 dude, it's just because, like, they don't like to run the ball. So the Chiefs are one of the few teams that when they actually go down, they're like, thank you. Thank you for putting us at a two-score deficit. Now we don't have to run the ball. Now I can just air it out and say, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, exactly. take over, play some Madden, throw the, the ball 40 times a game, and <laughs> dot him up for me, bro. And, like, that is... The wondrous ability of having a offensive-minded coach like Andy Reid, having those mismatched yeah. playmakers, and a guy like Mahomes you can just trust in. 
They run those screens, those RPOs. They just let him go to town, bro. They yeah, they run, they operate differently, which is why I think their offense is the most dangerous in the NFL. Just because yeah, they operate, dude, so unpredictably. Like compared to like anybody else, like he can throw the ball underhand. You know what I mean? He'll throw it across his body. And it's just nothing you can really prepare for. So you mentioned Tyreek, you know. So I'll present a question for you. So in that first quarter, Tyreek and Mahomes were 7 for 7, 200 yards. And I think they had a touchdown. Or two, actually. If you're Tampa Bay, do you say, I'm locking up Tyreek. I'm focusing everything. This man is not going to beat us. Or do you say, you know what? Those were super low percentage throws. I doubt that happens again. We got to stick to our game plan and make those adjustments. Because they made those adjustments in the second half. They figured out how to play the game, and they 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 made that comeback, you know. Do they focus on yeah, Tyreek de- game one, or do they just stick with their game plan, you know? I mean, yeah. So, so I think when you look at it, yeah, you have to try to stop Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And I think after being burned by him, like that bad... Yeah, they're going to put some extra focus on him and just say, like, okay, we'll double Tyreek Hill, basically. Some safety help. And then pray that Travis Kelsey doesn't kill us. They have a couple good linebackers. I mean, Levante David David and Devin White are as athletic as they come, man. As anybody else, exactly. Those are two guys with definitely the range and the speed to keep up with a Travis Kelsey. The size will see. Um, yeah. I mean, he's also crazy. He's, six he's just foot, a monster. What, 6'6 six, six and faster than any linebacker? But, like, okay. So, let's break down, like, Chiefs offense versus the Bucks defense. Like, how they match up. And then we can, like, flip it over, you know? All right. So, so one, one interesting thing, actually. We're going we're gonna to start flipped over. Ooh. I want to talk about the Chiefs defense. I like that. Okay, okay. let's do it, Spence. You got a stat so, for so me? The Chiefs... Yeah, so the Chiefs' defense is technically a little bit worse than the Bucks, like in league rankings. But if you look at the Chiefs' defense of last year compared to this year, there's been a huge improvement, and the offense has only gotten better. No, yeah. Right. So interestingly about the Chiefs' defense is they are one of the highest blitzing rate teams. They blitz on like 34% of, play, of plays, and Brady's ability to handle the blitz has not been good this season. He's thrown zero touchdowns and three picks. Ouch. That is that does not sound very Brady-esque. Right? Doesn't sound very Brady-like. But so so if they can pressure him, make him un- make him uncomfortable, then I think they can stop them enough to where they can let their offense do their thing. And see, I like that you bring up the pressure, and we all know that the way to pressure Tom Brady is always through the middle. I believe the Bucks have their right guard is a little banged up. If he doesn't play, they're already a bit of a turnstile there. With when Ali Marpet was there, and he was not doing, he was a little bit of foo foo buns this season. You know, if they get a backup or a third string right guard in there, man, and Chris Jones exclusively lines up in front of yeah. this poor fool. Oh my days. We will be talking 8, 10 pressures, 14 pressures, right up the middle, right up Tommy Boy's face. Maybe. And that could be game-changing, bro. Especially if they like to send the house like that, man. 
I mean, and they're they're likely to do it. I also think that could be like an Andy Reid thing. Also, he'll know to dial up that pressure a little bit, or he'll at least go for it and see how it works, um, and then just ride it as much as possible. I think that that could definitely happen. Um, and and if you want you want a next gen stat here. Right, Ooh. Tom Brady. Tom Brady throws ninety-one percent of his passes from the pocket, from in between the hash marks. Sorry, Mahomes only throws like seventy-four percent. So that means if you pressure Brady, it's not like he's gonna run away or even like get to somewhere close to the sidelines to make a throw. Right? If you get to him, you get to him, and he's gonna drop, or he'll throw it. Uh, like a hurried pass. He can't create time for himself. So that's why the blitz is going to work. That's why, yeah, if you got somebody that can't stop Chris Jones, uh, you get you get one shot each play. You know what I mean? It's not like Brady's going to create a second opportunity. That's going to be a tough... And there's your next-gen stat of the day on the fumble brewski. Next-gen stat of the day. I like it, Spencer. I mean... I, I understand why Tom Brady's like been struggling a little bit against more of the blitz. Like in the past in New England, that's what he's always used Julian Edelman for. More of that like quick underneath guy, you know, that he can just check it down to or just like quick pass if he has to, if he gets too pressured, that quick release. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin aren't really like that. Antonio Brown is a little bit more like that with those consistent hands and that quick route running and the quick release. But not the same kind of like mentality as an Edelman guy, I'd say, or like when they have James White or Burkhead just back there for the quick check down. Like Tampa Bay doesn't play that way. It's more aggressive with Bruce Arians, and I think it's affecting a little bit that blitz rate for Mr. Tommy Brady. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it'll be interesting. But the but the Bucks have some weapons too. So if you want to switch it and go, um, oh, now we switch back. Sorry, go Bucks defense. Versus the Chiefs offense. So the Bucks are ranked 6th, I believe, in like total defense and points scored. Um, but I don't know if that matters. I think I think they are going to have a harder time pressuring Mahomes, but that's also very important. Is it though? Is it? Actually, I don't know. If like, Mahomes the is way safe, to, he's going to create for himself anyways. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, you can't pressure Mahomes, man. Like, and it sucks for the Bucks because right? like, only Baltimore and Arizona blitzes more than the Bucks. They're third in the league, man, with their blitz percentage. Unfortunately, Patrick Mahomes has a pass rating of 136 versus the blitz, Against man. Against the blitz, like, I know. 153 is a perfect man. Like, this man is so damn close. Like... And it shows. And, like, I don't think the Bucks want to blitz against them when they last played. Yeah, the, maybe maybe that's what they do. They just keep an extra man back for Travis Kelsey in the middle. The, the Bucks blitzed 18% versus Mahomes when they played compared to 42% against the rest of the league, you know. Like, they scaled that back a lot. And, dude, that, like, that's tough for defense, bro. It's not like when you have an offense and you're like, hey, let's adapt. This is the game plan. Like, if you were a defense that blitzes, and you're being told now you can't blitz. You got to play perfect man or perfect but zone. But how did that work out the first time? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, still it, got absolutely smacked. Exactly. Like it's not their forte. But so then what do you do? You send the house and you say, screw it. I'm going to put everybody one-on-one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you do. <laughs> I would hate to be the defensive coordinator. <laughs> I like, don't know what you do. Even with his banged up O-line, like Holmes has the fifth lowest sack percentage in the NFL history, bro. 
I could see I could see him like throwing a pick though. Yeah. Against this Bucks defense. I think if the Bucks defense is able to force two turnovers, then they have a pretty pretty good shot of being in this game. Right? I think if they can force tur- two tur- two turnovers, um and obviously capitalize on them, but if they can force two, I think they'll get at least one touchdown and and, and could win. You know what I mean? I could see it happening. I think the final score is that the Chiefs are going to win like 20, like like 30 to 27, 30 to 28. And, and yeah, so that's the thing for the Bucks, man. They've got to come into this game and be like, yo, we've got to put up points. We've got to score. We've got to go big. And we've got to maximize every drive because that's what the Chiefs do, bro. The Chiefs do not go on a drive and they don't score. The 30-27 is an easily seeable game, man. If the Bucks want to win, bro, I think for a Bucks, the Bucks to win, I think they've got to score like high thirties, low forties. They 40s. gotta get to thirty at least. Yeah, they've gotta they've gotta put the pedal to the metal and just light it up. Yeah. And because you just you don't stop Patrick Mahomes, bro. You slow him down. You hope that one or two possessions. That's it. Like, and I think and I think the Bucks. I actually think the Bucks are gonna get out to a lead in the first quarter. Right, I think they'll get off to a better start. Maybe seven nothing, maybe like ten three, something like that. But then it doesn't matter because then by the second or third quarter, yeah, you're not going to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes, and he's just going to do whatever he wants. So you just got to keep up and keep on up them points, bro. Like it's you're not going to sack Mahomes. You got to contain him. You got to hope that he misses those little easy passes that he doesn't hit. That he goes for those low percentage throws and gets picked off, bro. Because like that's what it is. Like if you. Make him roll out, and he sees Tyreek open. He's taking that shot, you know. But if you force yeah. him to sit in the pocket, compress a little bit, get him a little bit of pressure, and then just force him to throw a double-covered pass, hope a corner or a safety makes a play, that's what you got against Patrick Mahomes, man, at this stage with those burners and those weapons. Yeah. Like, you're not going to necessarily just key him up and shut him down. Like, Belichick had, like, the best success against Mahomes. Like, with his little defense, a little covered one man, like, man across the board, extra defenders to double up people. Yeah. And Mahomes still has, an hundred, like, an 103 passer rating against them, bro. Like, well, here we go. Ready? This is a second next-gen stat of the ooh, day. Ooh, Spencer! A second next-gen stat of the day. What's happening here? Mr. Next-gen anyway, out here. The Chiefs, in their losses... Have still averaged over thirty points a game, <laughs> which like, means come on, man. Which means like you're not gonna stop the offense. It means your offense has to have a spectacular day, or you're not gonna win. That's just it's crazy, tough. right? Wow, thirty points in loss. I mean, and it's not even to in say losses. like, <laughs> and like the crazy part is if you think about that, like, okay, maybe if your team was like. Ass cheek McNuggets, you know, like it, it would, it just let like you just got some garbage time points. Like you are not beating up on the on the Chiefs, and then they put up thirty points in garbage time. Like that means you beat them by like a score or two, and like you you balled out. They balled out, but you balled out harder. But you balled out harder, exactly. They're gonna ball out either way, though. That's crazy, man. Yeah, That's what I was saying, man. Like when, once they've got to dump the conventional offense, once they're allowed to go for it on fourth down, get creative for touchdowns, long plays. Like Andy Reid loves it, man. He is so happy. He had Deshaun oh, yeah. Jackson, bro, and he has Tyree Kill now. Like what kind? Like what the hell, man? He had a little like 
What? Yeah, it's crazy. Come on, man. He can have so much fun. <laughs> he literally probably has the dopest plays in his mind, bro. I know. Because he, he can do whatever he wants. And he's one of the few coaches that's like brave enough to be like, fuck it, we're trying this. He's got the stones of steel, bro. He's a legend. Big and man he's Andy. Be eating some cheeseburgers. Eating some cheeseburgers, After bro. they win. He's probably so ready. That's Damn it. Fumble Brewski prediction right here. Fumble Brewski forecast. I like Chiefs, that name. The Chiefs win 30 to 27. Chiefs win 30 to 27? Yeah, I got a Fumble Brewski I, forecast. Oh, eh? I like that 30 to 27. That's what we're riding with, the official Fumble Brewski forecast. So they don't cover the spread? Isn't it like three and a half? Ooh. No, I guess not. Wow. Prediction, so I guess not. You heard Spencer's gut, guys. Krimsky's corner out here. Yeah, Krimsky's corner on the Fumble Brewski forecast. Notice how I said nothing. <laughs> I'm retired, bro. We all know them, them OG <laughs> Fumble Brewski fans know. The house. <laughs> we all know about that house on the house and Nando giving his opinions. I will say. The Nando's lock. I went to the Florida Panthers game on Thursday, you know. Damn you, Nashville Predators, for beating us in OT. But there was a little eighth grader who sung the national anthem. And so I pulled out my phone to record, and I still have it here. And I will send the screenshot. I'll tweet it if I have to, man. A minute 37.69 seconds is what this little eighth grader sang the national anthem. He was not the best singer, bud. Like... I'm sorry if you're somehow listening to this episode. You were you got to work on your pipes, but <laughs> you ga- you gave me hope, bud. You just you you had a nice voice. You just couldn't hit the notes, and I've got to believe that these this duet with professional singers, bro, <laughs> has to be able to hit the notes that this kid couldn't, and has to at least add a little bit of twenty seconds. You know, the over under is a minute fifty nine. It barely hit last year, but the over has hit four out of six times in the last six Super Bowls and here it is baby let's you go for five out of seven six times in the last six Super Bowls it's six four, six? I, four four out of six. Oh, four out of six that's pretty good so let's go for five out of seven baby hammer there, the over there. see I stayed quiet that's the Fernando <laughs> what it <laughs> Fernando's forecast <laughs> look you 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 stick to sports I'll stick to national anthems okay Spence all right there we go Fernando's prediction though just <laughs> over a minute 59 just over a minute 59 if you man lose I want all the complaint emails to go to him <laughs> all, all the the hate mail yeah it. it's okay I'll take the hate mail I'll respond Venmo requests I'll respond I ain't no slim shady I'll respond <laughs> Mr. Stan I got you there we go. We have a prediction. We have a prop bet. And we have two goats going on Sunday. Two goats going on Sunday, man. I don't know. I, I just don't want to see Brady win, man, at the end of the day. One, because of my big hatred for Tom Brady as a Dolphins fanboy who's had to see him, like, wedgie me That's year pain. after year. Yeah. You know, swirly on swirly. But it's more of just the fact that, like, if he wins, bro... I'll never be able to, like, let anyone know that, like, I I won't be able to watch football for the next 35, 40 years 
and see anyone else play, like they'll be like, my kid will be like, look, that's the goat, and I'll just smack him across the head and be like, you're an idiot, bro. Like, Tom, that's that's not Tom Brady, bro. This Jet McFlugie guy is ass. Okay, Jet McFlugie right. is see, half the quarterback level. that Tom Brady yeah. is, bro. He's reached that different level of of greatness. I'm gonna feel like those old heads who just who just slob all over Michael Jordan, man, and they're like, no one is better. <laughs> And that's what I don't want to be like that, bro. But realistically, if he wins his seventh Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah, if he wins seven, even if Patrick Mahomes in ten years is going for his seventh Super Bowl, no, you know what? Then I, they would be the same. No, you know why? You know what why? they're gonna say? Oh, did Patrick Mahomes for his last seventh Super Bowl? Did he beat two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and the heir apparent to the NFL's throne on his way to his seventh Super Bowl? No, maybe. What if no, there's he, another one? Maybe. What is he gonna do? Is he gonna beat like Russell Wilson and and Josh Allen again? Uh, like on his way to the. I don't not, know. Josh Allen's like on the Hall, Hall of Fame. What am I saying? Like Russell Wilson and I don't know, fucking some other young Hall of Fame who's now old, you know, in this future world. You know what I'm saying, though? Like the Holmes yeah, will have I to guess. equalize that 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 legacy, and it'll just be too hard, man. Like. It'll just be too annoying. Screw you, Tom Brady. I don't want to see you win anything else. You don't deserve to win anything else, man. You do deserve it, but you've also won enough to support a lifetime of winning, bro. Stop being Definitely. damn greedy. Retire right now. Don't even play in this Super Bowl, bro. Let, right let, now. For, let uh, whoever your backup quarterback is, let him have a chance of glory, bro. Who is their backup? I don't know. I hope they don't have to find out. You feel me? Mike Glennon? They wish they had Mike Glennon as the backup. <laughs> Tampa Bay. I don't know. I don't know who did it. Fucking years. Oh well. Anyways, this is a Super Bowl for the legacy. Episode twenty-eight done. Done, done, done. We have done it, boys. We have we made it to the end of the line. The Super Bowl. We will be releasing more content. Don't be sad. Don't cry. I promise you that we'll be releasing more content for you soon to come. We've got a YouTube running up. We've got the boys coming in. And it should be a good time, man. Thank you for joining us for this. Yeah, make sure to check out the Fumble Brewski on YouTube. Let's do it, baby. Thanks for the ride, boys. Season one, over.